0: This is, come on, join join me. What are you guys doing?
1: <laughs> was that the sync? Was that the the monk chant? Was that that, that the sink? was
0: the opening c- Christian music? <laughs> You're oh, supposed to this. join. Oh, oh. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, Christian Christian music is uh, OC Supertones, and it's ska music written about Christ. That's Christian dude, music,
2: dude. <laughs> Chad, Chad and I were talking last night. Dom, were you? You were no, wait, you were. You were um you weren't Catholic. Were you Catholic before your your mom became uh um Jehovah's Witness?
0: Uh yeah, my 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 family was Catholic before, okay. before that.
2: Did you go to like Catholic church at Christmas time?
0: No, I never really I don't I may have went once or twice, mm-hmm. but I don't remember it. I, I okay. we, st- we stopped celebrating when I was 5 and I I remember oh. one foggy Christmas. Like I remember <laughs> Right. I remember waking Long, up, seeing foggy all the presents. Christmas I remember seeing all the presents under the tree, and my brother got a mad ball that was the football um, oh, and that's, yeah. that's all I remember
2: okay, okay, that sounds nice though. I was just wondering about the church thing because Chad and I were like texting last night about about our church experiences around Christmas, and the song you sang is a perfect representation of 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 Catholic Christmas church oh yeah, but it sounds like t- Chad had a much more hip. Well, Christians. you know, the Protestants like to take it easy.
1: You know, they're like, the as far as I, I as a kid, I was raised Presbyterian, and I was always like, what is the difference between Presbyterian and Methodist and all? And they're like, I don't know, they don't read the Bible as much. I'm like, oh, so we just kind of hang out and yeah. chat. And they're like, yeah, you guys, are, you guys had chill church. We had chill church. Uh, I was in the praise band. I did play bass in the praise band. Praise band? <laughs> oh yeah, I was in the praise. Wait, wait, is that Chad, idea that bass? crazy? I used to play bass. Yeah, I was in, I was in a bunch of punk bands. Trying Look to get started, going. Look well, I was not hay. good. I, didn't I was know. not good. Not good at all. Um, <laughs> praise band bass is pretty much just like okay. Well, the uh, pastor is going to play the A chord a bunch, so just kind of strum that A string for a while. You got that? Like just like just kind of <laughs> yeah.
2: just kind keep that going.
1: But the music just in general. Just to that one
2: string. You're doing great.
1: Well, yeah. There's like, I mean, I could hit you with all the the hits
2: of contemporary Christian rock. Give me one or two.
1: Um, I could sing your love forever.
2: Your love is deep. There's a lot of stuff about love. Uh, <laughs> I I could sing your love forever. That's great. I like that. I like well, that. Well, they're,
1: they're not they're not bad. They're like they're like chill. You know what they are? They're like um, if you walked into a Hallmark store, they'd be the music playing in a Hallmark store. Gotcha. I and
2: gotcha. it's
1: fine. But Man. then the next thing that I was talking to you about, Paul, was kind of this surge of like mega churches, and it's not just like Joel Olstein super churches, but more like everyone. All the white people in all the Midwest all at once realized that, like, oh, we could make church like cooler. So, like, there's uh-huh. one, there's one in South Bend, my hometown, that that kind of made all the other churches close down, uh, called Grandeur Community Church. I'm putting you on a blast. And it's like they made this big amphitheater, and uh I finally got like called to a church service, and it was like Today we're talking about the Matrix, and this is also like eight years what? after the Matrix came that's out. It was like,
2: well, that's still awesome. Yeah, but they
1: sent they sent out like pamphlets to all the mailboxes of just like the pastors in Matrix robes Hello. and like code code behind them it was like let's Morpheus talk about priest. Jesus... Yeah, Morpheus priest. But like, let's talk about Jesus and related to the Matrix. They, like, did right. they know? Did they know that movie was just
2: about Jesus already?
1: I well, it's, it's those things where like in in the contemporary like Christian uh, Protestant Christian. There's a lot of like we got to sell Christ to cool kids. So there's a lot of like. The Simpsons on religion. Uh, uh, like, and there's like books where it's like, remember that time where Bart sold his soul? Let's talk about that in, in Ezekiel, so and so. Like, so like, okay, we're just connecting pop culture to Christianity. But. At least they tried. Listen, they're trying, and I get it. But the service I went to was just, we showed you some clips from The Matrix, including some that didn't really have anything to do with it. Just like, here's, here's Trinity doing some jumps through windows and shooting people. Uh. Nice. And then the praise band played a bunch of covers of Avril Lavigne that were kind, that kind of connected to Christ. I mean, it's like songs about love, so therefore they could just be singing about Christ, I guess. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then the very end, this guy came up for five minutes is like, "You see, Jesus is like Neo, and and we got to choose to pick the right pill." And I'm like, "Okay, I get it. I get what you're doing. I also just said this when I first watched the movie." And everyone's like, "All right, now everyone go." Everyone go downstairs. We have GameCubes and play places and you can hang out here out there for Bible study and then the kids just played GameCubes. And that and even as even as a kid. Be- that's the best church going experience
2: I've ever heard of. But here's the weird thing, um, is, as
1: a kid I should have loved it, but I was like, nah, this is too fun. It doesn't feel like I'm suffering enough for God. Uh I don't like this place. And so yeah, I left. I
0: would prefer the hard edge of uh of religion as opposed to <laughs> Having them uh, melt it down into everything else, I like, so that I'm like, oh yeah, everything is Jesus, and I like him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just hear the crazy Bible stories.
1: Hey guys, they're, they're putting out a new, they're putting out a new religious uh, pamphlet this this Christmas, and it's Jesus as seen through Jim Carrey's The Mask, and it's oh, wow, um, mm. and it's uh, Jesus, and it talks about how you know when you put on. Um, The different aspects of the Holy Spirit and Jesus and God, that's kind of like putting on the mask of Loki, the uh, god of mischief. Oh. I'm 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 having trouble making this connection for this. Okay, I was (laughs) going to say, I was like, can (laughs) they bring up Loki
0: in church?
1: (laughs) 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 Just skip around. As I'm bringing up, like, oh, yeah, no, they definitely mentioned Norse mythology in that movie. Maybe not. Maybe it's not a good one.
0: Where the Avril Lavigne covers... like Christmas related.
1: No, it was, I actually remember when was that song I'm with you. It is really just like, because it's just, if any song, any pop culture song says I, the singer love an unnamed person and sex isn't mentioned, it can be about God.
0: That was kind of the the rule. That makes perfect sense. I thought they would sing like, he was a Christmas boy. (laughs) <laughs> Born in a manger in the cold.
1: <laughs> no, it, it, it'd be on the level of like playing Mambo Number Five and just being like, all these girls he talks about, they love Jesus. Like, that would just be how you could
2: just... a, the biggest stretches. I love it. <laughs> that would be. Like, Dude, that's cool great. Term. At least they tried, man. I mean, my my church was just what what Dom did at the top, which was oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and that was that was it. That was all we had. That was the coolest song we had. Did you go to a church uh, that, uh, that?
1: I, I think they, I think they changed it. Did you go to a church that did, uh, Latin services?
2: No, what is that?
1: Well, I, I mean, I listen, I'm not an expert, but as going to Catholic middle school, I remember learning that before Vatican II, that time where all the popes oh, got Aladdin. together.
2: Aladdin. I'm sorry, I thought you said Aladdin services. Oh, Aladdin. Yeah, I, no, that yeah, also yeah. would I be great. You said
1: Aladdin services. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That also would be great. Just uh, acted out genie bits. No, like yeah, like if you would go to a Catholic service and not know what they're saying.
2: Yeah, because that was part of the that was part of the prestige they were doing on people. They were like, "Trust us, God is here right now. We're talking a language you don't know, but God is here,
0: and He understands it." Uh, <laughs> you understand. Uh, you mind if I shift gears here for uh, oh yeah, Christmas, yeah, yeah. a Christmas related thing? I need I need you guys to go ahead and Google search Victorian Christmas cards. Okay, okay. while we're while we're, this, in while we're googling this, there too weird. While we're googling this, I do want to ask cards. one question
1: of of you Catholic boys,
0: uh huh, and then we can move on. I'm sorry, I'm a witness of Jehovah. Um, I used to be a Catholic boy. All
1: right, well, well, <laughs> maybe four maybe four year old Dom might remember this. Okay, is. When they did communion in your Catholic service, would the priest then eat all the leftover communion and make you watch it?
2: <laughs> did that, that ours, ours did. The G- well, I was about to say the Jesus. the The priest would uh, the, the stand in Jesus. Would stand up at the top, and I would always notice this because they would do the wine. They would pour the wine and the and the water into the into the cup, and then he would mm-hmm. like, let people drink out of it. But only a couple people, not everybody, got to drink the wine. But he would finish it up, and he'd fucking slam it before okay, he went so, and finished up cool. the mass.
1: Okay, so they didn't want it to go to waste. Yeah, he would do that, and then like we would just watch. There was always like too much of the Jesus crisp craps.
2: The wafer, the wafer, the wafers. Yeah, we yeah, just so, put like, out less.
0: <laughs> yeah. well, I,
1: exactly. That's what I think. But every time there's like, no. And I think he did it on purpose because then we would just watch him like for a good two to three minutes just eat all the leftover communion wafers as music. Like no music played. It was just really him on top just eating the rest of them. And we're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he's just gorging himself right now. Okay, cool.
2: I only got one. That's not cool. Yeah,
1: maybe everyone should get two. Maybe hey, everyone should get two.
2: They kind of tasted good. I kind of like them. Chad, uh... you should have sang him on. <laughs> <laughs> oh... oh. oh.
0: Give us more. (laughs) Let me say a prayer today. I, I, if, wait, this is a, we
1: must, can you buy communion wafers?
2: Oh, yeah. I, dude, I always think about that. I'm like, there's like a fucking giant bag, like a fucking, like a, like a body bag filled with those wafers back there.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Guys. In the shape of the body of Christ.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They they lay them out. Guys, 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 guys. Then we'll talk about these Victorian Christmas cards. For yeah, I'm looking at them for 1888. Only nine left in stock. You can get a box of a thousand communion wafers. Guys, do you wanna buy some and just eat them all?
2: I think we need to buy them and then we need to have goosebuds con and we need to all snack
0: on them for the entire time.
1: <laughs> Goose con. Oh my god, they come in like fun containers. Like there's plastic oh, there's like there's like Sam's Club type
2: uh containers. <laughs> there's not is there uh is there a Jesus Real Doll for, uh container? Wait, what do you- no, wait, what are you suggested? That there's a uh, they they sell you a, a large quantity of communion wafers oh. in a real doll. So that's and you just truly rip truly off like part it. of his body and eat it. Yes, exactly. It's like the closest you can get to literally eating his body.
1: No, but I would open a business with that right now with you. What's that? I'd open a business right now with you to to do that to make that happen.
2: Do you want to create this? I think we could create this thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is technically trademarked by us. Reported on the podcast. Yes, mm. this is the trademark. Yes, mm-hmm. here you go. In- incepted. So, okay,
2: Victorian
0: Christmas cards. Let's talk about Victorian Christmas
2: cards. So I Googled it, Dom, um, and the first one that shows up, if you just Google Victorian Christmas cards for me, is a procession of birds carrying what, what are probably matches but look like torches. And they look kind of angry and like they're maybe going to look to murder something.
0: Yeah, it says, May all <laughs> jollity. Jollity, Lighten, and then Lighten is spelled with like little matches that the artist has drawn. Mm-hmm. Your Christmas Hours. I don't really know the context of some of the themes in these Victorian Christmas cards. They're very bizarre. They are. But birds, birds is a recurring one. I'm looking at one that is just. A dead bird. And it says, <laughs> may yours be a joyful Christmas. Not like bird. this I'm bird. I'm looking that one, too. Uh,
1: i am seeing one that is coming up with uh, very clearly a uh, blackface man popping out of an egg.
2: Where's that one? Hold on. I don't see that one. Uh, that? I'll, I'll just have to send you guys
1: a photo. Uh, and it says, "A Merry Christmas to many of them. A happy new year and plenty of them. Plenty of meat and enough of wine and a bright eight. Thirteen hundred and seventy nine. Oh, that helps tell you what what, please, what year it came out.
2: Please
0: send me that. Please, I need to see it. Okay, well, uh, I, I'm looking at an an egg one that just has like a little kid's arms and legs breaking out of an egg, but and then there's like where the head should be is like nothing but the the egg is broken and then written on the egg says with many merry christmas greetings oh yeah that's like a horrifying sound Hill <laughs>
1: monster he? yeah that's that's just like a headless
0: egg with arms there's also there's also the the goat that is just talking to a boy that just says i have come to greet you yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, oh my god do you see this one on the next line it's a it's a uh what looks like a potato man wait hold on a potato, potato man <laughs> yes. in the door there's a potato, not, a potato a, man in a fedora with an umbrella, and he's holding an envelope that says, I wish you a happy new year.
0: Yeah, what the fuck is that?
2: Well, I what
1: mean, the that? the greeting is not bad. The greeting's
2: um, not bad at all, but the potato man looks horrid, and he's got very attractive legs.
0: Uh, how about the one right underneath that, that is a frog who has seemingly stabbed and robbed another frog and it says a merry christmas to you
2: <laughs> he 100% robbed him because it says money on the bag that he's running away with
0: <laughs> yeah it says <laughs> 2000 and he stabbed him in the heart are we
1: sure these are real not to be that guy are we sure these are real <laughs> these ha-
0: these are these are
2: legitimate here, here's a the theme I'm picking up through all of them that yep yeah, that small critters have
0: great power. They have great power um, and they're willing to eat each other. Um, do you see the one uh, do you see the
2: one of the mice uh, rejoicing over a cat's dead body that they've the, the tyrant that they've over overthrown?
0: Yeah, uh, and there's garnish oh, so it's, the cat Oh, so it's the Red body. Wall series, guys. It's the Red it's, Wall it's, series, it's, that's it, all. Yeah, it's
2: Martin the Warrior's feasting. He's toasting <laughs> his friends. And it says, the compliments
0: of the season. <laughs>
1: uh, there's one with a little boy waking up in his bed as what appears to be a coconut creature is uh, about to eat him. And the boy's just screaming in terror and all it says is Merry Christmas. Hold on, I got to
2: see this one. I don't I just know. Oh, it.
1: yes. What, yes. Line,
2: what line is this on? Uh, I mean, in yeah, Google, we're gonna have I'll to. We're gonna have to save
1: these. Time. We're gonna have to post these in the Discord and, and Twitter and stuff when this episode comes out. It's so there's there's two main takes I'm 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 picking from these. All right, option uh-huh. one, just back then in the old good old 1800s, it was just that crazy to have uh, talking creatures. A uh, talking potato, get out of here! And that's all you needed. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. Oth-
1: other take, other take. Is um, back in the 1800s, animals went to war with humans, and they were just sentient as us. And something happened.
2: And we won at some point.
1: We won at some point.
2: Or they saw the folly. Of, they saw the folly of man, and they they lost their sentience. They were like, oh, we would prefer to be simple beings that will not be that will not be spoiled by technology and and illusions of grandeur. They were just like, let us be simple things.
0: So so this is the Victorian times. And uh, in Victorian times, things were the best they had ever been, um, but also just as bad as they had ever been, just like <laughs> right. in all times. <laughs> right, yes, yes. Uh, At least now we have technology and medicine, and that's pretty good. But, you know... I would imagine that they, you still suffer a lot in Victorian age and you probably have plenty of losses. And,
2: uh, um, uh I would say that, uh, coughing to death was a common way to die.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> if you had a cough, you had to be worried that you may die.
1: <laughs> do you think how bummer was it to? to have a cough and then your family members to be like oh we can't talk to you anymore and then they'd put you in a shed and in a room just, yeah. and that was and that was the end of you i
0: think I, that would, and if you could if they checked back on you a day or two later and if you were no longer coughing you were freed yeah they'd send the youngest <laughs> they send the youngest
1: boy to check in on you and if and if you were survived you were fine
0: my my guess with these is that um, you know cards Uh, uh, stationary had been a thing for a while and this is just the result um, like we're experiencing now with uh, the internet Um, jokes are now more surreal than they've probably ever been uh, and absurd and that's kind of what's really um, uh, I would say on the edge of uh, uh, comedy I guess that's probably always been the case and this is my point that I'm making is that uh, these, uh, in order to just move these and sell these, they would conjure up just an, a, an extremely absurd image, throw Merry Christmas on there because everyone would buy Christmas cards. Right. Um, because mailing letters was the. Most advanced form of communication other than speaking to face to face, right? Um, so someone would draw a, a frog dancing with a beetle, I'm watching that <laughs> and, <too. laughs> and another and another beetle maybe holding or some other fly. Thing. I think it's
2: a I think it's a cricket holding a tambourine.
0: Is that a tambourine? Oh, yeah, is that that's what it is? a tambourine? Yeah. And it just says, May Christmas be merry. If there's no snow on the ground. It's in a desert somewhere. Because
1: back then, the <laughs> snow hadn't fallen yet. It was just, there was nothing but wasteland and the humanoid animals walking around and, and celebrating.
0: They're go- yeah. So, they're- so uh, what, what's that, Paul?
2: I was going to say, they're wiling out, too, because he's hitting that tambourine and they've got the dancers in the front. But in the background, you see. You see a swarm of of bugs just going nuts over this tambourining.
0: Yeah, they're they're fucking loving it. They're, they're, you can tell that they're dancing too because they're flying in all directions.
2: Yeah. Do you see the one next to it where they're? It it could be a friendly game amongst woodland animals because there's a bunch of owls and and uh, and rabbits, which natural enemies, dancing together. Um, but there's a there's a rabbit in the middle who is blindfolded with a stick. And I can't tell if maybe he's playing a game with them or he's about to be sacrificed. It could be either.
0: Well, it has some writing on it, and I'll read it. It says, by loving friends, you are surrounded. Oh, be not blind to this, Ah. I pray. They wish that joy and mirth unbounded may crown your happy Christmas.
2: Oh, then it's good. They're not murdering.
0: It sounds kind
2: of like a spell, though. Like, I'll be honest. It's still
0: strange. That one is still strange. And, um... Yeah, these are really weird, but that is my guess, is that uh, that, uh, in order to move cards, people just drew weird stuff. They drew whatever.
2: I like it. Absurdist comedy on it. It's great. Chad, Chad sent over the one, the blackface man, which is very offensive. Well, uh, back I then it was just a—it was just a,
1: a silly thing. Who's ever seen? Who's ever seen such a thing as as a man with a black face? What? what how how crazy is that? A frog with a tambourine?
2: Yeah, yeah. got a man with a black face. I love the line: "A merry Christmas and many of them. A happy New Year and plenty of them. Plenty of meat and enough of
0: wine. Not plenty of <laughs> wine, just enough. No, not enough. Did you guys see the one that I sent in the chat?" Let me say of, uh, of, the, of the of the child in pain and a teapot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that is them. That's them brewing that child. That child. Maybe. That child looks like they're putting him in a grinder, and that's all that's left of him.
0: It's holding just a, a card that says a Christmas greeting with love, and maybe that's the joke here. Is that the 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 card that you're sending is uh, illustrated on it is someone with their own card. It's kind of like a. It's a meta joke, right? It's about oh, yeah. the 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 pleasant. It's like, hey, I hope everything's good. Everything's good over here, but it's not. We're all in pain. <laughs> it's the Victorian right. age. I need to have eye surgery.
2: <laughs> I need to have eye surgery <laughs> in the Victorian <laughs>
0: age. Yes, and it's just as horrible as you would imagine. <laughs> welcome to Goosebumps. Welcome. to welcome. Speaking of eighteen hundreds, the story starts.
1: Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of 1800s, this story starts in 1800s, yeah.
2: Our story that we're reading begins on in the Victorian age.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. The most interesting part of the book by far.
2: Hold on, when is Victorian age? Hold on, let me make sure. We should probably know. Yes, okay, well, let's tell you what,
0: what book this is, if you didn't read the title. We've read uh, A Goosebumps Gotta Have'ems. What,
2: what, what, <laughs> no. what is this name? No, no, it's it's, it's good, Wanted. No.
0: Goosebumps most wanted. Goosebumps gotta have some. (laughs) I I think there's even like another subtitle to it. It's,
1: it's, no, 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 it's Goosebumps most wanted special edition. Oh
2: boy, geez!
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of colons on this.
2: I remember as kids, a lot of toys would have like the the special edition or most wanted the MVP toy, and it was just the same toy, but it just had like a couple extra neon boxes on the packaging.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, well, that's that's, why, that's how they get you to want stuff when you're a kid. Is that they go, kids want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, the twelve screams of Christmas. The twelve is screams. What uh did we count the screams Chad? why don't you start us off in the victorian age man what happened
1: sure did uh did you guys count the screams per chance?
2: i did there were 12 of them
1: were there 12 did he actually follow that through
2: they were i i made a note of it because i i was like i was reading it and i told i told jen i took a break at that point i was just like oh man this one starts out weird it's in a different era and then uh And then I was at the end of the chapter, and I was like, it's called The Twelve Screams of Christmas, and I was like, wait, that girl said, get me out, a whole bunch, let me count them, and she (laughs) said it 12 times.
1: Okay. All right. Actually, that works pretty well. Because, you know, much like the Eddie Murphy classic, um, A Thousand Words, or whatever that was called, where he has a thousand words, Uh uh, or he'll die, um, this has 12 screams, and if she has more than 12 screams, they'll die. Um, Yeah. Our story takes place, starting in a prologue in 1882-ish. Of mm-hmm. um, uh, some poor old farmers that you really don't uh, nothing about, other than they poke a, a wasp nest. There's they um, do, for two fun. two sibling, two siblings, and they have two a younger sibling. For,
2: it, I wrote the, at the very beginning of this because it's two. That would like, be three siblings, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they have a they have a younger one. That two is siblings not of an age. and an additional
0: sibling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they uh, they start out. Almost exactly. I just wrote SSDY because it's same shit, different year. It's the exact. Oh same. man, Paul! I love this acronym. This is good. I would put dude. that on a Victorian Christmas card. SSDY. That's what they do. They would totally do that. And they would just. That's like, what
0: I'm gonna say. Come fucking just January first. I'm gonna drink my my mulled wine and just mutter city man city <laughs> <laughs> well I believe that I believe that the pals
1: uh Ned and flora I think are the older siblings
2: uh Ned and Ned and Ab are the older oh sorry flora' is the younger one right I don't yeah, know who dies flora yeah flora dies is she older than
1: them I thought she was younger no, she's younger because she's doing a dumb thing because they're like okay I mean this was like I didn't know what's going on with this because like, this has nothing to do with Christmas it's not even Christmas as far as I'm aware of in this story I don't get it they poke a hornet's nest and they hide, and the hornets are actually scary
2: because bees are scary. Yeah, nature. Yes, there was no there yes. was no medicine back then, so you could just die. Um, That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, if one of these kids goes into anaphylactic shock, we're going to have a really sad book.
1: Also, you didn't have like the internet to look up animals, so every animal you encountered was the first of that animal you ever encountered. Holy
2: uh, g- he talks about that. He's like, I'd never seen a wasp before. I just yeah. saw drawings in our science book. At first, yeah. At first, oh yeah, I looked up in the old
1: encyclopedia almanac if that was even the thing back then. Uh huh.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I do have a question about these wasps though. Uh, yeah. What are they doing, fucking chilling out in the middle of winter?
2: I th- I thought about that, Dom. They do hibernate. That's yeah. What do wasps do for warrior. the winter? Uh, they hibernate. So they, they got woken up and they were pissed. <laughs> I, I thought about it, and I was like, that's probably the only reason those kids could outrun a wasp, because wasps wasps are like the jet fighters of bees. They'll fuck you up so yeah, fast. Yeah, they're the F-14s, like, for these, sure. These wasps woke up real sleepy and real groggy and half-frozen, and it took them a little while to warm up.
1: Probably died after that, right? Probably just going out into the snow and trying to kill these kids. Those kids probably killed a whole nest of wasps just by, uh...
2: Just <laughs> by
1: waking them up. Um... But I think the the key part of other than this going on for like four or five chapters of just like being stuck by wasps, the more important scene, and this could really have just been one chapter, is probably is after all this adventure. Just hey, their little daughter Flora is like, hey, look, I could dance, I could dance, and then she she dances on it. a well. I
2: love it <laughs> it's so. It's like Dewey Cox, like they're just like having this moment where they they out they outwit these wasps, right? They're like mm-hmm. they run away because so what that what happened is they all moved into a new house together that had a a. a abandoned thing in the backyard, like an abandoned shack. Yes. Which, by the way, smelled sour, guys. Yeah, smelled sour. Jack which, dude. if it's an
1: abandoned shack in the 1800s, it means mean the shack was built in the 1600s or something. It was, like, old as shit. Yeah.
2: And they, that's the shack they're exploring when they find the nest, and they poke it, and it explodes into a, a swarm of angry wasps. And, uh,
0: uh... It was, I believe the shack was built back in chaotic, uh, bug, bug realm. <laughs> oh, yeah, where totally. Where bugs ruled the world. And then they built this shack and hibernated inside of it, and then... The gods, the modern gods, came and poked their noses. <laughs> the new god, the new gods, awoke in
1: the old. <laughs> and yes. They transformed the humans from their animals so, back to their normal forms. But, but, but so, little Flora, yeah, they, they
2: they run and hide. They run and hide, and then they out they outwit the wasps, and they come out and they start doing little eighteen eighties jigs outside. And for some reason, it cuts to Flora standing on a well, as you were saying, Chad, doing her little jig. And go yeah, I, but I,
1: was, I was picturing, like, jug band music just kind of appearing in the air yes. as they danced. Uh, a little violin yes. just going along. Yeah, and, and Flora dances on the well out of all the places to dance. I don't know why the well. Uh, and then going, yo, Flora, watch out, you're going to fall. And, and then she falls. Um, and and honestly, maybe the darkest thing in a Goosebumps book yeah, it's pretty damn dark. Uh, ever uh, is the, her falling on the well. You think she's dead. Mm-hmm. No, she's mm-hmm. down there. Um, and then the parents come out, like, upset, but kind of with that old uh, stereotypical, like, well, a, one of our kids might just get taken away by a wolf. So <laughs>
2: this just happens. <laughs> like, Where, a, like, Yeah, they're, they're resilient to death. A little more resilient. They're to
1: resilient, death but are. also, like, they seem like they're troubled by it. Like, oh, no, she fell down the well. Uh, ah, no rope can get her. I guess that's it. And then they like like paw paw gives up immediately. Then Ma goes, Well what about the bucket? Oh yeah, uh-huh, we do yeah. we do have a bucket. Uh they lower the bucket down, they pull her back up, the bucket breaks. Oh no, that kid was too heavy. Oh, with all those potatoes and, and meats
0: that they eat back then. <laughs> yes. and, Cabbage and potatoes. Yeah, all those potatoes. Uh, many
1: meats and enough wine. Enough <laughs> wine. That kid definitely had wine. That six year old kid definitely had wine. Just uh, enough. Uh, uh but then there's this weird moment where, yeah, like the parents, the the, the, the rope cra- cracks and she's back down there and she seems to be fine. She's not bleeding. She's just swimming in a well. And the parents just go, well, I, I don't know. We don't have any more rope. I guess I could drop in the carriage and go down to, to the neighbor's house to get a rope. Yep. And the mom just goes, nah, it's, it's too late. Too no late. Ti- no time, Pa, shaking her head. Ned and I stared at each other, Let's mouths open, hold drying. on to the cold, and then just listened to Flora's terrified voice screaming, "Get me out!" until she supposedly died. Days later, I'm assuming, like just
2: they just they just stood with her and just watched her die. <laughs> it's
0: it's 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 Victorian age. If someone is dying and they're close to death, if you try to overextend and help them, you may die as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, like yeah, it's, it's true. If Paul, happens, if Paul had
1: ran down the ha- the the street to the farmer's house to ask for rope he might have gotten trampled by a wild horse or he could have
2: gotten um, coughing death
1: yeah a band of could foxes have, might have gotten him it's not worth it for the safety of the family could have gotten a
0: bicycle accident and died but <laughs> yeah.
1: it's it's so horrified to just be them that uh, uh, shrug about it like they just kind of like that's it she died Life
0: life was very fragile for them yes I just got pictured like, and, and and this goes back to the Victorian crazy cards here. That <laughs> there was so much sadness that seeing such an image on a card would only provoke insane laughter. Honestly, there at this
1: sad. point, if there was a Victorian Christmas card that was just a well and then a voice coming out of it that said "Merry Christmas," I'd be, I'd
0: totally buy it.
2: I would not be surprised. I'm gonna Google Vic- Victorian Christmas cards well and see
0: if something comes up. Because this isn't like a standalone card that was just like. Super dark, and like it didn't sell. It's a whole it, 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 there, there are many cards out there that have been illustrated, right? Uh, by professional artists to depict these crazy images, but anyway, many dark cards. Yes, this also
1: might be the era where, um, opium was just kind of readily available, so maybe that's why some of his Victorian Christmas cards were the way they were.
0: Oh, that's true, oh, yeah, because it's like, hey man, this is really funny on opium. <laughs> <laughs> Open on opium. That's what it says (laughs) on the, on the seal. Um, but, uh, yeah, we cut to the future here. We get to the future. Yep. Suddenly, what's this girl's name? I've already forgotten. I, I was so more She's invested
1: Kate. in the the She's old Kate. 1800s girls, I didn't care about the new kids.
0: No, oh, I didn't at all. I was much more interested in the uh, Victorian children.
2: It was a nice but change, the Victorian age time. I was really excited. It was.
0: And I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I noticed some improvements in R.L.'s writing.
1: Agreed. This book. It's almost like he's an old, cranky man. It's
0: also worth pointing out that uh, we we start we cut to the future. This is a Goosebumps gotta have them goosies. (laughs) Um, and, uh, it's modern. This is written recently. It's very uh, modern.
1: Like 2014, 2015 or something. It's weird.
0: Yeah. Well, Kate talks about having to delete a Facebook post because someone criticized her for being too dark.
2: Yeah. And, and it was, what was the, I think the line was just something like, uh, like fate is, Fate is fickle or something like
0: that. And it was... <laughs> yeah, it was just super throwaway. <laughs> it had no connotation. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then there's some cell phone talk. She forgets her cell phone at a point. There's, there's the use of the words frenemy and Uggs. Oh yeah, me. Do you think? Do you years think?
1: Years, but... um, do you think RL like goes to the mall and just sits there and just kind of like listens. writes down words he, he hears? Might,
0: does he have kids? He might have kids. I think do he think... does.
2: I think he's talked about using his kids as as research.
0: Why? Why? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. the 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 base of this, the rest of the story, I guess, which which is the meat of the story, is we have this girl Kate who's known as Ghost Girl because she claims to have seen a ghost before. Yes. Pretty pretty quickly on, she sees the ghosts of the family who uh, lost uh, uh, Flora in the well. And uh, um, she's also trying out uh, for the Christmas play, the 12 Screams of Christmas play, Mm. which uh, has uh, two accompanying songs uh a whole 12 screams of christmas yep uh which is uh just about as bad as you could imagine <laughs> of a parody of t- of 12 days of christmas it's a
1: halloween it's a halloween themed christmas play like it's just yep. called
0: screams of christmas it's not a play on words of is the title is it halloween themed well i mean it's called screams of christmas like, like well screams of christmas is screams of christmas but it, it is it like Jack Skellington Halloween infused? I was just confused because like they would say like
1: you know we gotta oh uh, you know we gotta practice our screams for the big rehearsal. I'm like, what is this play? What is this like avant garde middle school performance they're putting on? Where I, I mean, I yeah, I was just picturing it wrong because of that. But I was like, I don't know what Christmas story involves gr- kids screaming.
2: Well, they bring yeah, up, they bring up uh, a Christmas Carol as being another horror themed
1: Christmas yeah, story. That's true. Um which I will say by the way, it's weird that he didn't do I thought of this during reading it, like he didn't do Christmas Carol because there would be an excuse to see ghosts. Like then you right. have a parallel of like, oh yeah, this kid she's seeing ghosts, and also the story is about a guy seeing ghosts, like uh but anyway.
2: I did find it interesting that he made up his own story, yeah.
1: Well yeah. He's had a well, play he was kicking yeah. around and it hadn't been a green light, and he thought, well maybe if I put it in this book, I can adapt it as the stage play and then it'll take Broadway.
0: Mm, I see. I just want to gloss over the whole story because it's just so It's very it's These super- are they're all the same. They're yeah. all yeah. about as 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 deep as uh they are. They, they, they they're 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 not they're not that interesting. This girl wants to be in a play, she sees ghosts, um, she gets caught up seeing ghosts, the ghosts seem like they're gonna um Capture her or kill her or something. Uh huh. And then and then they don't. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just uh, this, so fucking bored this is, with these anymore. This is anymore. a boring one. This,
2: this, I, I agree that most of the stories are are pretty much the same story, but this one is especially kind of blase in that like nothing too crazy happens during it. Like like you're saying, Dom, this one's very like by the books, goosebumps, where it's it's uh it's the the girl, no one believes her, she keeps seeing the ghosts. Some some uh, real life things happen that scare her, and then eventually the paranormal appears, and she actually is drawn into a ghost world. And yeah, and then she gets out of it by uh, by just screaming twelve times, and that's it. You might say it's okay. on the
1: level of Coco, um, in similar plot stories. That's right, Coco, you're on blast.
2: But
0: damn, wow. I haven't seen
2: it. But damn.
0: Man, it's... I'm, I'm just glad Olaf's 12 tw- or 22-minute short <laughs> was uh, not, not persecuted <laughs> here. Um, well, I just want to point
1: out, Dob, as, you're just, as you're describing that part, I think I was a little confused by why everyone in school makes fun of this girl because at one point she saw ghosts. They, it was implied that those were real ghosts. And yep. and therefore, she's dubbed the ghost girl. And yep. most of the kids' jokes about her are just ghosts. There's no like clever wordplay. There's no... Um, Listen, the kids aren't really bringing their A-game to these attacks. It'll nah, be like, nah. the, the, what's the mean girl's name that makes fun of her the entire time? Uh, Courtney. Courtney. Courtney will be like, oh, uh, so the, the director will just be like, oh, Mr. Piccolo, by the way, which is great, because that means RL reads DBC.
2: I, Um I read that, too. I, I made a note of that. <laughs> Mr. Piccolo.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, Mr. Piccolo will be like, and so-and-so will be on the AV side of the team. And then Courtney will go... And and she'll be on the scene ghost team, and and everyone laughs like that's not really a good joke. That's not really like (laughs) that's not really even like uh, applying the frame device of teams to what you're making fun of her for. But whatever, right? Uh, But there's a point that I was kind of confused by where she God, this is probably not the right name. It's going to come across as bad, but that's what I think it is. Uh, she sees a, a face in the rafters, and she goes like, "Oh my God, is that a ghost?" And they're like, "No, that's Paco." Is that his name? Was his name Paco?
2: Oh yeah, it yes. was Paco. Oh thank
1: God. Okay, uh, <laughs> his name was Paco, and everyone's like, "No, he's just he's just in the AV team or whatever. He's doing the stage stuff," and everyone laughs at her for thinking she saw a ghost. But then Paco is a ghost. But she has a dream
2: where he's a ghost. And it, oh, and okay, I, sorry, a you're right. Minute, you're right. I, I was with you where I was like, "Wait, was he a?" ghost i am that like, oh, as a no, real no, no,
1: thing yeah. as like that was actually happening she just blacked out but no yeah, i guess that was just that was a, dream. Was a dream okay i guess that was a dream she does come too but then that meant like yeah. the ghost like knocked her out and they just like punched her in the face a bunch of times
2: <laughs> yeah right there there's not a ton in this one there's a there's a fake out there's a pretty good fake out in the beginning where it's the ringtone of the mom's phone playing music and she thinks it's a piano and like that might work on an adult, but I don't know about a kid. I feel like a kid <laughs> would know a ringtone when they hear one. They'll but know okay. all of them, yeah.
0: Uh, I-, I-, I do want to talk about my favorite part of this book, please. What's that? Is, was it when uh, was it
2: when Kate bombs at the ghost open mic night? <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Kate finds herself in the ghost realm, uh-huh. and there's ghosts, uh, and there's a ghostly fire. It's Christmas. They they want the Abe and Ned want Kate to be the family's new flora, and yeah. so they make her sit with them, and and they have Christmas and they're opening presents. Oh wait, no does the, does she does the open mic happen or does the I think the present part happens after the open yeah, mic? Yeah, that's the right.
2: Open mic night is the first thing that happens with her.
0: Why don't you explain that part? Because I want to explain the presents. <laughs> okay, okay. So they
2: they start out where she gets. So she goes into an attic, and she when she walks into the attic, she's been tricked into entering their ghost realm, and she she's stuck in a room with them now. And the and the ghost sons and the ghost mom and dad are telling her to that to they're gonna we're gonna do the Christmas festivities, and they're like first thing we like to do is sing a carol. So uh, what is what does uh Kate pull out of her back pocket? But it's her Twelve Screams of Christmas song, which is about ghosts, which she sings. And none of the ghosts find funny. Yeah, and it feels very kind of offensive, like
1: to to do a like uh yeah to do a cultural appropriation song to the people it's about. Just feels really really bad call. Of this kid.
0: Some oh, st- they're 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 fully offended. They're they're like, why would you sing that song? <laughs> yeah, and they're really upset.
2: They're hurt by that song very very deeply.
0: She had to go on ghost Twitter and issue an apology. <laughs> 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 and then, and um, then, and then the, the, the horrors continue, Dom, if you will explain. The horrors continue. They're opening Christmas presents and they turn to Kate and she goes, I don't have any presents. And they're like, no presents? You've ruined Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they yell at her for ruining Christmas. And she's like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do and uh it just kind of made me laugh cuz this is like this twisted christmas carol that uh bob stein is kind of exploring here uh where uh but it's only about the materialistic aspect of of christmas it's not really about the 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 togetherness that the dickens story preaches but rather uh the materialistic aspect where right. people would get upset over you not having presents which i uh, I gotta go ahead and say, Bob, Bobby boy, i related a little bit. I know where you were coming
1: well, from. Well, he that, wants, he, yeah. he, you know, he, there's another version of this draft where, like, she saves the day by gifting them all copies of Goosebumps. And then the ghosts are super <laughs> happy as a way to, like, advertise the book to the kids while they're reading this. And he was like, it's a bit much. So maybe we just do general consumerism, pro-consumerism.
2: Right, right. He, was, he didn't want to push his consumerism agenda by accident. He, he wanted to comment on it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, Mm. I I kind of wanted her to like when they like you don't have a present. I wanted her to be like, oh no, it's here, but it's invisible. It's a ghost present, and like dig Uh deeper into it, kind of thing.
2: The most horrific sight that happens in this in this ghost Christmas celebration is when they when they pull the dead body of Santa Claus out of a closet and try to get her to sit (laughs) sit on his lap. That was a pretty dark image if you ask me. That Santa is dead in this world. Santa is a dead ghost. Wait, did I I
0: don't yeah, remember did I skip over cooked, that? Is that a thing? Milk and cookies and the co- and the milk was just blood and they oh, Okay, no, that
2: didn't happen.
1: For a second I thought I skipped over that. I honestly believed it for a second. I thought that maybe it happened and I missed it.
0: No, they and did. And the cookies were communion wafers. <laughs> No,
2: but they did, they did, no, Chad, they did pull the dead body of Santa. They're like, Father Christmas, we're gonna show you, we're gonna sit on Father Christmas's lap, and they pull a dead skeleton out, and it's dead Santa. Wait, what he's chapter? I'm,
1: I'm like scanning through the book looking for this. I am, I completely missed Father Christmas. I he's can't.
2: dead. He's a dead, he's a dead Christmas Santa.
0: And they killed him? Or oh, that's, that it, what? It, 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 it is a strange moment. They make Kate go through Christmas, even though she's not celebrating christmas yeah she's jewish saying? too yeah. and i weird. gotta say jovial bob stein right on the money with how people react when you don't celebrate christmas the <laughs>
2: war on christmas
0: everybody it's basically everyone's dancing and you're like oh no i don't dance and they're like you're gonna fucking dance if you want a more <laughs> topical
1: one it should have been like oh she brought a starbucks cup with her and it didn't uh-huh. It said happy holidays on it and the ghost got real upset and they were just, and that's why they wanted to
0: destroy her. Nothing makes Christians more upset than saying that you 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 don't do the thing they do, because <laughs> they're like, you invalidate me. I'll slaughter you. <laughs> did I, guys, did I miss something, or is there
1: a reason why her like it seems like she can she can talk to ghosts, right? That's just a thing. She's a paranorman, if you yeah, will.
2: Yeah, she's a. She's a sixth sense, yeah. Which
1: which is actually a fun idea. It should be... There's a lot to play with, as the hit stop-motion movie Paranorman taught us. There's a lot to play with by seeing ghosts. Yeah. Um, but, like, but why her?
0: Actually, it's actually... There's actually not that much to play with, with Paranorman, because that is only in the plot for, like, 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, they so kind of abandoned it? that. He <laughs> doesn't really, like... I guess... Well, you know what? Yeah, yeah you're right. You're
0: right. Anyway, continue. Well, no, I, so, okay. I, I just, like... I,
1: I was looking her? for some sort of like, oh, you're, and maybe I missed this, because I was kind of like scamming, uh, scamming slash scanning through the end part of it. Like, did. Yeah, scamming our listeners. I was scamming yeah. our listeners. I know, that's, I, that was a Freudian slip for sure. Did,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I was missing, I was looking for an explanation like, oh, you are related to the girl right. that died, and that's why we think you're her, and or why you can see ghosts, like there's a family curse or something, or, or some. I,
2: right, I expected that as well. But no, right? there's just nothing. No, she just can see ghosts and they just picked her.
1: Okay, so theoretically, the ghost could have picked, I guess because she saw them, they're like, oh, this will work just fine because they were mad also that like and that well in the dream warning of Pacos that I still <laughs> think is real was yeah, uh, I agree. because otherwise it's weird that she just assumed a minority kid as a ghost. like I don't know that feels that feels weird to me. Um, like they they saw you, you disturbed them greatly. Uh, mm-hmm. so they're mad at you, but, like, wouldn't they be, like, grateful? Again, in the hit movie, Paranorman, the ghosts all love Paranorman. They think <laughs> it's great that they could talk to him. They don't have much of an affinity for her, no. But they also want to make her part of the family. So, it's, it's there's a bit of, like, uh...
2: There's a disconnect.
1: Tex- there's a bit of a Texas Chainsaw, like, uh, Resident Evil 7 thing going on, of you're getting brought into this horrifying place you don't want to be part of anymore.
2: Right, Yeah. yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I think the, the most astounding scene for me was where the teacher mr piccolo he takes them to this house <laughs> okay
1: just every time i hear that name i just think of mr. gohan piccolo. saying mr M- me piccolo
2: too. <laughs> me too uh mr piccolo takes him to this house to practice for a weekend which is a very odd thing yeah not appropriate to this house to practice for a weekend the, the play they're gonna do and he he but at night uh after they're done practicing uh, insist on practicing the feast scene and he covers himself in gravy and lays in the middle of the table and insists that he'll be the turkey during the play. I think it's very odd.
1: And he gives her the baster, and he says, "You you know what to do with this." And just gives her the turkey baster.
0: <laughs> and other like three three boys there have to like hold space heaters to warm him <laughs> <laughs> to start cooking him. And one of them gets too close, and he cooks part of his face. And Mister <laughs> Piccolo screams at the child. It's really strange. No, I'll turn out too dry. I'll be too dry. You gotta you gotta step back and rotate me. Rotate me. And he. And he laid on the table with his, like, ass up in the air. So, like, he was, like, some kind of in the shape of a turkey. Yeah, monster. with, like, a sprig of celery yeah, be- sticking
1: out of his butt. Yeah, that was what he, that's what he did the whole time.
0: There
2: was good foreshadowing because he talks about how rotund Mr. Piccolo is throughout the whole book. So, he does fit the, the, he's perfectly. Cast. Yeah, for, there the, was the for some reason
1: game. so much description of him being fat that I started to feel bad for Mister Piccolo. Like there was, <laughs> a, like I, I got it, I got it. RL. Like his his character detail is he's fat and he pushes his glasses up a lot. A lot of
0: like, it, but I, I don't know. Is that all you got to him? He's just a fat man. That's it. Yeah, uh, he really drives it home when he's like, uh, you could say he's like a fat owl. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he calls him an owl that could lose weight. <laughs> yeah. rl man what's up dude i didn't know rl was so about like
1: body uh shaming and stuff
0: uh also mr piccolo seems to know every ghost story ever oh yeah i really That's like true. that ghost he story tells he tells two, two ghost stories i i it's
1: funny is it so he tells that first ghost story of like oh the little boy that again this is like, it's a christmas story so he's telling a ghost story this is like a halloween performance or something like he's telling the ghost story of a little boy that that I thought it was going to be about the girl who died, and it's not. It's just about a boy who wanted to be in the play, and uh, he wanted to do it so badly, and he got really sick. But he showed up the night of performance and, and totally killed it, no pun intended. And then yeah, – he, he,
0: he argued with his doctors. He would be the star of the play. He's a little yes.
1: diva. Sounds like a little diva. And then, oh, they called the parents to congratulate them, I guess. And they're like, oh, no, he didn't make it. He passed before the show. So the ghost performed at the show. And it's not even like it's a little bit of the show must go on, but I thought he was gonna tell it in a fun jovial way, like, and I wanna see that same dedication from all of you.
2: It's an implication that if you're sick, you will die before before this show doesn't go on. There's an implication. There. Yeah,
1: yeah, or Piccolo will kill you. It just but like
0: he, he he meant it as like a serious tale, I guess? Like he just wanted to tell them that story. It it's basically just the setup spooky moments in the auditorium. Right? Yeah. Right, Kate, to experience some kind of paranormal thing. Yeah, and then we never come back to it. Right, right. Yeah, it's like it, um, it,
2: it. This book, this book was very straightforward, though. Honestly, it was like probably one of the more straightforward. There were very few ridiculous scenes, other than the ghost, like the dinner, the Christmas dinner scene, which we've we've discussed thoroughly. There really isn't anything else that like stand stood out to me as like a really weird scene. Was there to you guys?
0: Um. Not really. Other than the song,
2: the song um, was the
0: song was odd. Go on. The the song was strange. Do you have it in front of you, Chad? Are uh, you
1: I, I, I I I my iPad shut up. I can pull it back up. But if you have it, let's see. Uh, I don't I don't have it in front of me. Hold on, my book's downstairs. I have I have one of the excerpts. Uh, have a haunted haunted Christmas and a scary New Year's too. Have a haunted haunted Christmas and to one and all say boo.
2: Yep, there's that one.
1: But again, so again, this is a Christmas. This is a Christmas haunted ho- Halloween story. I don't know what it is. It's so confusing to
0: me. You keep adding Halloween. I don't think it's explicitly Halloween. Stop, it's the lyrics are Christmas have a scary story. New Year's and a haunted haunted Christmas and to one and all say boo. Those all those things go with Halloween as well. But they're also just all standalone ghost stuff. Right, so it's a Christmas, it's a Christmas story, though, right?
1: Not yeah, really. But, uh,
0: well, like, you know, Christmas Carol is not a Halloween Christmas story. It's just a Christmas story with ghosts. This is a Christmas story with ghosts and songs about those ghosts for yes. some reason. Yes.
1: I, I think this was some sort of, like, Tim Burton-esque Nightmare Before Christmas Light play where we'd seen the whole thing. At some point skeletons would have come out and given out presents, and then like like blood would have been like streamers of fake blood would have spurred out over the Christmas tree and, and Mr. Pickle would have been like my masterpiece. This beautiful... This would have
0: been much better that would have been a much better story, Chad. That would have been
2: scary. <laughs> I thought she was going for it. Um This has some scary scenes though. Okay, I got the song by the way. We can we can read that in a second.
0: You can sing
2: it. I could sing it for us. You don't want to hear me sing that song, trust me. Uh, it, it, the the lines are uh the, I don't need to repeat every line because we know what the the uh the song it's the, it's what's a push call it twelve days of Christmas right so it's yeah. the the repeating lines and you keep going backwards down the numbers you only got you only get up to number four in this but on the fourth day of Christmas my true love screamed I see four devil bats. Three ghostly spirits, two haunted houses, and a buzzard in a bare tree.
1: Wait, yeah, see, exactly, Dom. This is a weird Halloween meets <laughs> Christmas merge thing. That has nothing to do with Christmas. That that has nothing to do with Halloween.
0: Those are just spooky things.
1: Exactly, but uh, w- but why would it be spooky? I just don't
0: because know. it's goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: but like the scary take I'm on with, it was I'm that. With just, Dom on
0: this. The world, the world, world of this high school. Chad, the shoe, Chad. The shoe doesn't fit, but it gets on the foot. <laughs> the
1: buzzard lands on the shoe, or whatever the matter. Like, so, like it in the real world of this middle school. A teacher just decided to do a Christmas movie uh, play where we talked about death and buzzards and yes. and ghosts, and all the parents of the PTA were cool with it. And no one complained. There was no one saying, what does it have to do with Christmas? I'm very confused. No one, no one cares. No one cares. If, if they had said, like, uh, hey, you know, we want to be as inclusive as possible to all religions on this holiday and we couldn't decide to do if we want to do a Christmas story or, 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 Uh, I was going to say Jerusalem, a Jewish story, a a Jerusalem story, a Jerusalem story or whatever. And so we decided, let's just make a spooky time. I would get it. (laughs) I just don't understand.
2: I think it's heavily implied in this book that Mr. P is a ghost. I think there was a a draft where he was. Okay. Do do you agree with me?
0: I would. That would make more sense to me. That sounds great. it would explain that part in the book where he got completely naked and made um, <laughs> children whole space eaters. And, and the, and the kids dirty.
1: also – would also explain as the kids try to eat as much as they, they can of him. Like he, he forces them to eat him and they just it can't lo- get full because he's a ghost. Yeah, the and there were some not loose real. threads. There were
2: some loose Mr. Pickler threads there. <laughs>
1: this play reads like a Hot Topic flyer. It reads like an advertisement for Hot Topic to go down and get the get the grand new uh, uh, Night Before Christmas skeleton shoes that you, all, yes. all the kids want to buy.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's fucked up about this play, this not... Halloween, <laughs> like, a, related like, play. a purely haunted just, this Christmas. This story. is just the battle for the holidays uh, between you and me, just in another metaphor <laughs> between Halloween and Christmas. What, what, what's what's bizarre about it is that we learned in the book that ghosts are offended by these songs. I know, I know. But there there's a ghost boy in in the theater who lives in the theater, apparently, who died giving his ghastly performance. Uh, uh. This is just an offensive play for him to watch. This is wrong. They shouldn't do this.
2: I love the idea that ghosts are offended by our Halloween. Our like Halloween. Well, not sorry. Not Halloween themed things. No, no. Hold on, though.
1: You're onto something. This is the start of a new kids movie to pitch. Like the ghosts coming down to correct coming down from heaven to correct Halloween. Like (laughs) like you guys got it all wrong. We got some notes. And that's the Halloween movie. I there's something. SGWs, dude.
0: Social ghost
2: warriors. <laughs> There's something there, man. Spirit, spirit, ghost warriors,
0: Dom. <laughs> spirit, ghost, willies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this book
2: was was one of the worst goosebumps in that it was the most white bread goosebumps. Voice.
1: Yeah, except for that safe. first that first prologue is so good. I mean, other than the prologue,
2: great. It's
1: interesting. Yeah. Well, well I was going to say, like, just that start. Is the start of like, okay, this whole book is going to be, but the ghost of that kid haunting this school or whatever. Because yeah, that is yeah. a kid that died in a terrible way that craves vengeance. And I totally get what's going to show up for the rest of the book. No, not really. They just think that she's that kid, I guess.
2: Oh, you know what? We didn't discuss. You're making me think of this because they, because they, they, they don't really like, yeah, you're right. The, the ghost thing at the beginning only really ties into the end part in the middle there's no real use of that right it's just like we know that that's coming because we saw the the kid die at the beginning but there's not the ghosts that she sees throughout are just like these random ghost yeah. things but what's great is at the very end of the book when they do bring it back uh the girl courtney who kate our main our protagonist hates uh she she's been calling her ghost girl the entire time well when they when kate rescues flora finally at the end and frees her spirit from the well uh she she flora reveals herself to courtney briefly so that courtney can be horrified in in true uh, holiday tradition and learn the error of her ways and flora or sorry uh courtney sees the ghost and freaks out and then everybody starts making fun of courtney now and the the moral of the story is get revenge on people do it
1: oh yeah yeah i i thought it was gonna i mean also guess like oh is that ghost it could have been any ghost that would have still worked it happened to be yes, that one true. yeah I, I wanted him to be like oh you don't believe in ghosts now you're gonna be one and then she just stabbed her
2: that was like great oh
1: yes. i've just, just killed that kid
0: we should write our own goosebumps story. we really should we really should we should do an episode where we write our own goosebumps stories <laughs> 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 hey we were
2: close with that last choose your own adventure you were basically writing that one not the last one, two, two ones ago where you were d- where you were reading us the oh yeah the obviously made up parts that you do made up on do we uh, wait which which ones the where tarzan showed up
0: that was 100 <laughs> percent real i, still I don't,
2: swear i still, don't, I still don't, don't think tarzan it. showed up <laughs> i think that was just <laughs> dom
1: made up
0: plates tarzan oh,
1: i generally i still i haven't looked it up i still don't think that was in the book i i, I can't believe it i can't believe <laughs> it i swear
0: i uh, swear uh, uh, you know, I do want to uh, discuss this briefly. Um, I used to really like uh, the Charles Dickens uh, Christmas Carol. because I was like, oh, yes, yeah, it's the this, this story. It's not necessarily about Jesus. It's just about how like the holiday brings people together. But it never dawned on me until last year that uh, Ebenezer yeah. is a bit of an anti-Semitic character. Whoa, oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, he's kind of like this cartoonish caricature of a Jewish person who is fickle. Is he Jewish? Um. Well, his name is Ebenezer, and uh, he, as I said, he's a bit of a caricature of uh, a racist caricature, and uh, he's forced to like Christmas. Wow! Through
1: through the story, you're right. No, that's true. That'd be such a funny take if he just pronounced like. It was very specifically Jewish, and the all the time he told the ghost like, "You don't understand, I'm Jewish. I don't believe in Christmas. They're like, you don't have the Holy Spirit, Ebenezer." And he's like, "No, listen, I totally, I totally go to synagogue every every week. Uh, I fully believe in religion and and helping others." It's like, "No, that's the right religion, Ebenezer." And they just
0: come home to the Christmas spirit one. And <laughs> yeah, be like, "No, you like it now. <laughs> you like it way better." Um, <laughs> <laughs> But like, I guess that's kind of like the more insulting part of it is that he's a non-practicing, uh, uh Jewish person, right? Uh, because he's so greedy, right? 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 Yeah. So just something to think about, something to chew. Well, he over. basically yeah. is
1: converted to Christmas as he, as he goes through the sp- the ghost. Yeah. The ghosts. yeah.
2: G- Jesus, yeah. Jesus sends ghosts to scare him into believing in Christmas.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I I I did I did have a uh, intention though this 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 year to make the drink that uh, Bob Cratchit and Scrooge share on Christmas morning. What is that? By. It's a mold wine uh-huh. called Smoking Bishop. Oh, that right? sounds and great. It sounds wonderful. Good. You, you just you, you serve it in a bowl and you just ladle out yourself a drink as it as it's steaming next to you. It's got lemons and clove and stuff in it. Oh yeah, um, look at that. And pers- and persimmons. Uh, but I was like going to the grocery store and I was like, I'm going to make Smoking Bishop. What's the ingredients? And it was like all these crazy ingredients. I was like, I'm not making that. Maybe I'll make <laughs> some mold wine. Maybe.
2: I've made some mold wine. I'm looking at the Smoking Bishop. I, I've made some with with uh, cinnamon cloves, allspice and ginger. I have made that one before. I've never made it with like, and I did orange, but I never did it with like persimmons or anything like that. That's crazy. I'm too yeah, scared yeah, to try. fun.
0: I want it. One year I'll make it. It sounds delicious, but it's a drink that uh, folks used to drink with uh, each other.
1: I keep thinking I'm going to try to do like make a either home brew or make my own like wine or something, and then I'm just going to die. Like I'm just going to poison myself.
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> too drunk. Like oh, Chad, you made, you made you made you made like a that.
1: well, you made a jar of mold there, and uh, you decided to drink it, and you died, and you died from it, and you died from it. Now and here's your fun. Christ- and here's your Christmas mm. Halloween story. It's called the guy who died on mold wine
0: the guy who died on christmas <laughs> uh
2: yeah that was a book i think i think we can wrap this one up saying that this was a an interesting take that that he tried to do his own christmas carol But ultimately, an an uninspired goosebumps with not not too great of a twist, right?
0: Yeah. gotta have my bumps. Volume twenty. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. Dreams of Christmas.
1: Hey, Mikey, he likes it. Gotta have his bumps. Uh, can't stop till you get enough goosebumps.
0: Yeah. Um. Did we talk about that, Chad? By the way, what places? Uh, places out here or like just new bistro kind of food places where the sizes are like love it. Gotta have oh it. you know give like uh, Coldstone
1: Coldstone Creamery was the the trailblazer of that uh to, I
0: fucking can't stand that it's yep. it's it's yep. getting us closer like, to don't make me fucking play your game well it's getting
1: it, it <laughs> <a little laughs> I want cream. you to just say that to the server as they ask you like do you do you wanna do you wanna love it and I'm like just give me the medium you gotta say I, I
0: wanna I, love it re- and you're
1: like I'm not gonna play your game pawn I'm <laughs> leaving.
2: I was, I was just in a burger place the other day called Grub Burger, which is like a chain. And they do stuff like that, too, where it's like, we're having fun here, guys. And I'm like, fuck you. Just give me my goddamn burger. Don't try to <laughs> make me have fun. I don't want to have fun.
1: There's there's a place that I, I love the idea on paper out here in LA called Cafe Gratitude, where you order stuff. And it's like, all the menu items are just, I'm feeling content. And that's how you order a salad. And, you to, and then they compliment uh-huh. you the whole time. Like, listen, that sounds great. But sometimes, sometimes the world's just beating you down, and I don't need someone to come out and and tell me I, I'm not wearing a flare in my life, right? I just I'm I'm okay. Right.
2: Sometimes I want to embrace the sadness that this food is about.
1: Well, we're just we're just slowly moving towards idiocracy land even farther away. That's it seems innocent and fun. And in right. a couple of years, it's going to be like, just yell at the, at the talkie box how you feel and it'll give you food that fits it and, and you'll right. just eat that, you dumb sheep. That'll be what it gives you. <laughs>
0: right. uh, well, I, 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 I mean, you know, only because we just talked about it last night and I, w- I would like to talk about it with the two of us with Paul, but I, uh, uh, OKCupid had just done their own. Uh, reach uh, uh, for that kind of. We're having fun. Oh wait, hold on. Let me transition mm-hmm. this. Let me transition uh, with, this uh... to
1: let me... Don. Let me give you a transition because we're, we're moving on from the book to <laughs> 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 view, view dating apps. Okay, now we're good. <laughs> wait, what
0: was that? <laughs> Those <was> are transitions. <laughs> was that a DJ transition? Was that <laughs> like a radio on Hot sixty seven? Yeah, yeah. I got a soundboard <laughs> set up. That
1: was all done. <laughs> the quote. <laughs> well, my DJ name was Big Bear, uh, so you can do Big Bear too. That works, DJ um, Big Bear, DJ Big Bear in college. Anyway, so uh, OK Cupid destroyed everything this this week.
0: They were like, they basically. what I, I just want to. I don't want to get into the whole thing, but I just wanted to give the shorthand here. Um, sure. They were like, "Hey, everyone, we're getting rid of usernames, and now you're going to have to put your real name. Okay. Though you can just put whatever name. Just put a name that you would like to be called." Um, But the whole setup is like when you sign up for OKCupid, new users, it'll say, put your real name here and people will do it. And it just kind of makes them vulnerable. And everyone can see through this that this is just um, uh, a step in the wrong direction. It's not really for the protection of the users. In fact, it throws uh, uh, the user safety out the window. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, but the blog post that they posted about the announcement was like. It's like, here's an open letter about why we're making this change. And like 75% of the article was like a BuzzFeed toast, <laughs> like negging usernames. They're like uh. this dumb username and like super lonely guy six. How dumb it is to have a name. Yeah, I it was like, like, sorry, that. super oh, lonely guy like, Sorry, Dorito users. Princess
1: Z. It's time for us, you to use the names your parents gave you. And then I was sort of like, I wouldn't even touch on the 10 foot pole. And then a society where people are changing their identities and as appropriate with their gender and that sort of thing. Right, like, right. Yeah, no, just use your, just use your good Christian name. It's good. And then like the bottom link was sad and confused. Read more here. Like fuck off. Like site. But-
0: yeah, and and what I'm getting at here is that this this is like this site just like using that dumb fucking language yep. to tell us that something is good when something is actually very bad.
2: <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's terrible. It's it seems like it's already tough enough to do the dating uh, the dating service thing. And they're just making it more sad and more horrible.
1: Well, I mean, people are bringing up good points. Yeah, people bring up good points of, like, also imagine if you're in a city where your, uh, like, sexuality is not necessarily super cool. Or that's also a dating site that asks you to, like, answer questions like, how much do you like to be choked? And now they're wanting Uh you to, like, put your real name next to your picture to make it easier for people to find you and identify you. But then at the same time... They're going like, "Hey, yeah, but just put a nickname though, too, if you really want to." He's like, that's what that was. That's right. What, that like right. Then what the in and I, Dom and I were talking. I generally believe uh, they say it's to make it's like to stop harassment, but I don't think so. I honestly think it's more like, "Oh, we'll put your name next to your data so we can sell it to advertisers a lot easier if there's a real name next yeah. to it. Yeah, we'll make a lot."
0: That's a hundred percent the reason.
1: Yeah. So that whole attitude of like, "Don't worry, dumb dumb, we got it taken care of," like fuck off it's such a terrible it idea. was a weird
0: yeah. day it was a weird day because that was a really fucked up thing that happened it felt like a real like kind of disgusting future like yeah. uh, cyberpunk kind of thing mm-hmm. and then later that evening a fucking rocket flew over Los Angeles yo
2: I saw the video of that that was a that was a an Elon Musk rocket
0: right it was it was incredibly bizarre there was no announcement about it it just happened and everybody was like what the fuck is that People are are freaking out. Yeah. Did you guys (laughs) see it? I didn't see it myself. I saw plenty of footage of it because uh, many of my friends witnessed it live. Mm -hmm. But it made me realize it's like, oh, we are now in the time where sometimes there's a rocket in the sky. Like in Futurama, (laughs) how there's just rockets taking off, ships taking off in the background. Yep. We've now arrived at that time where you'll be walking around and you're like, oh, fuck, a rocket. Hmm. It's just like the drones and stuff. It's
2: like nah, things are cheap enough that we can just fly things the fuck all over the place whenever we want.
0: Welcome to the future. It's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was
1: someone's post that, like, beyond just the really cool images of the photo going off, there was like, "I saw a giant object falling off and headed towards town. Is that bad?" And right. Like, someone's like, "Oh no, that's just one of the that's just one of the separation engines. Don't worry, it's okay." But like, to most people who aren't familiar, it looks like um a small piece of debris is coming to kill L.A. and yeah. Maybe just yeah. freak
0: out it it, it, it is really r- silly how um unprepared they were for this tell us there's going to be a rocket flying through the sky please if only there was a service that was
2: cheap and free that you could spread a message to tens of thousands of people very quickly uh
0: we we got an amber alert we get amber alerts all the time here we got an amber alert two weekends or two or three weeks ago that was just Amber Alert. Uh, Please check uh, local news. What? I didn't get (laughs) that. That's all it said. Because because there was no description on the six-month-year-old infant child that had been taken in a custody battle. So it's like, guys, you guys are really blowing – Using this incredible technology. <laughs> right, right. Interesting. Oh, and that's in why it. we have Victorian greeting cards. Because the world's fucked up I in was going to say, why
2: can we go back to the times where frogs murder each other for money and it's still a Merry Christmas?
0: May your Christmas be good. I wonder Not if like there was one. the modern, the, the
1: equivalent of that back then that was like someone saw that Victorian Christmas card on sale at the duty-free shop, whatever you called it back then.
2: And uh, uh, the general the store...
1: Yeah, the uh-huh. barber general store slash doctor, and he put one of the cards of the dancing frog, and he held it to his wife He's was like, is this a thing? Are these real? Tell me about this. And they're like, I, hope I, they don- were- they're like, I don't know. It's just dancing frogs. Can they dance? Why do I know about this?
0: <laughs> what is this? What did they do at night? <laughs> what? Where have we moved? What is this? Uh, oh good stuff i think that's Goosebuds, well, guys goosebumps and a little bit of the future folks <laughs> and a little bit of future
1: a little bit of future fear um shall we wrap this up with some reviews
0: yeah let's read a couple goosebumps
2: or Goosebuds reviews on itunes
0: a, a, a few holiday uh themed reviews
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i hope you guys did it ahead of time all right i'm gonna read the i'm gonna read this one by Tia, T-Spos or tspose or T S Pose. Makes my day so much better. It's a five-star review. Thank you for that. I listen to them every day, and they always make me laugh. I really don't like my job at all, but I listen to them at work, and when I'm home from work, yes, even the older episodes. <laughs> I read that totally wrong. They are amazing, <laughs> and I really love their adventure episodes the best. Please keep making these and the others as well. Thank you for the laughs. They are much needed. I'm glad we can we can improve your day. I'm sorry you don't really don't like your job but I'm glad we can make it better.
1: Hey, listen to this while you work. Your boss Thank don't you. know. Your boss don't know. Uh, <laughs> I have a review here uh, from uh, reviewer of the future that says, listener beware five stars and their review written like a book says, "Ugh, it's seven already. I groaned rolling out of bed. I pulled on yesterday's jeans and my favorite blue shirt. When I smelled something sour from the closet, Little did I know this would be the last smell I ever smelled. I opened the door and gasped. There was the spookiest and funniest Goosebumps podcast. Chapter two. Never mind. It was just my cousin. Solid twist.
0: <laughs> Solid. I hope that was one of our cousins. What a twist <laughs> that would be. It would be quite the twist. Uh, here is one from Goose Gasmick. Oh, wait. No, that's the, na- the name of the review. It's by Benny Tututh. Uh, It's called And it's, it's titled Goose Gasmick. Five stars. I refused to download iTunes on my computer, but one winter's night, a helpful slink, pleased with my offering of Big Bang Theory uh, DVDs with all the laugh tracks edited out, offered me his iPhone to write this review. Boy, let me just say that these lads on their own projects are talented and entertaining, but together they can tickle your entire funny skeleton for a little (laughs) more than an hour. Listen and re-listen to Goosebuds. Post-scriptum, I highly approve of your new name, Paul, Noctis (laughs) Boy Richie. (laughs) You are welcome in my lair any day, Mare Negatorium. Yeah,
2: there's Mare Negatorium. Mare Negatorium (laughs) is a Patreon supporter. Thank you for that. Review. Thank you for your support. We love you.
1: Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Uh, here's. I'll just By the way, we forgot to say. Uh, terrible, terrible. Uh, Mary Slinkmas to you guys both. Merry um,
0: Slinkmas. Oh, slink. Oh, Slink. Slink's
1: gonna come crawling through check. all the chimneys. Did you
0: guys, check Dude, your did stockings. You guys, hang your stockings.
2: I did. I check it every night for a Slink. Uh, guys, I haven't checked oh, my. I haven't checked my God. stocking yet. Me this year.
1: He might. He might be in there, and I'm too scared to look now.
2: Just whatever you do, don't put your penis in it first. That's all that matters. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll put, I'll try another. Well,
1: here's the thing, though. Know, I've forgotten the legend of Slink already enough. We're like, was Big Bang Theory's part of it?
0: Well, I completely forget, I and I don't I know don't anymore.
1: Know. And it kind of makes sense. <laughs> that don't. might
0: be Benny's own joke in it, um, but I can't tell. It was pretty funny,
1: but I can't tell either way. I don't know if we said that or not, but it kind of works.
2: It works in there. I don't know. But I do know that Slink comes out of your stocking, and he's a long snake man, and he sucks your wiener. <laughs> yeah, until you die. Until you die. The Christmas spirit out
0: of out of and it. And then you become a. And then you become a part of Slink, right? You 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 yes. extend Slink, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're part what of Slink. Yeah, you get you get the thing uh,
1: attached to the to the Slink.
2: Um we uh,
0: Santa makes Slink. Why? I don't
2: know what a hellish beast that he made. <laughs> Uh, we look like we missed one five-star review from J Dubs J Dubs eighty-eight. He said, "If you don't know, you'll now you'll or sorry, if you don't know, no you'll know after reading this review. It's good. You should listen to it.
1: Solid, short to the point. Thank you, J Dubs.
2: Loved it. Loved it. Uh, Very nice. Uh, I don't know if we read this one last time, but I just really want. To, if we did, I want to read it again anyway. Fine, James Romano. It's stone. Five stars. Makes my nipples hard. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird that we haven't like gotten Stone, pulled from
1: iTunes yet when you think about it. It's really strange.
2: I hope that one stays forever. I hope
1: that one stays. Um, yeah, guys, besides, uh, giving us reviews on iTunes, which helps the show, uh, get more attention on iTunes and that sort of thing, uh, you can also support the show by going to our Patreon at patreon.com slash goosebuds. Uh, we got a real cool community there. You get access to our Discord, uh, special Camp Goosebuds episodes. We just dropped a new one, by the way. So please check that out if you haven't. Uh, it got so much fun. We entered your Q and A's. Kind of some interesting questions. Invented a whole new, um, set of, of races for us, which sounds weird, yep. but mm-hmm. it's, it's not nearly as offensive as you think. Um, it's
0: probably our best time. It's, it is that we've hung out. I yeah. think it was
2: really funny. Yeah. That was a good one. I, I, I enjoyed it as well. Uh, and, and also I announced that we were reading this book on our Goosebuds Discord, which you can get access to by being a Patreon supporter. So sometimes we don't choose the book until right before we record. And I <laughs> dropped it in there and some people got, got that secret info that back. That that uh insider trading in you get that backdoor
1: access, which sounds strange. Yeah, uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Goosebuds Pod. Uh, we usually try to include stuff like all of these weird Victorian images we reference in this episode. We'll post yes. on there. Um, yep. So that'll hopefully help your assisted watch, uh, your assisted listening of the episode.
2: Enhanced, an enhanced. And,
1: it's an enhanced podcast, except not at all, because usually enhanced podcasts mean they edited extra stuff into it. But no, not
0: really. Kevin no, will do really. that. Kevin does that sometimes. <laughs> <Bertiers>. <laughs> uh, what is your guys' Christmas wish before we go? Oh, on? interesting. Uh,
2: I wish that my good bird friends will bring me the cat carcass that I can feast upon in the morning. <laughs> Very nice.
1: Um, I would say since I lost my wallet in um, a rural King shopping mart, Uh, Here in Indiana Uh, I hope that it gets found So that I can return back to LA at some point
0: (laughs) I'm sorry Chad Uh, I hope so as well Chad Because
1: I don't know how to get on a plane without an Um, ID That's going to be a problem
0: uh, My Christmas wish is that um, I hope the police shoot Slink in his head (laughs) I hope that goddamn Slink gets murdered But but they keep at least 20 feet away from
1: Slink So that they don't become part of the Slink
2: That's the main thing You 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 can't touch Slink Fuck that Slink
1: yeah.
0: Well, no, don't don't actually. Because then guys. you'll lose your Christmas spirit. Yes. Don't don't suck. Don't let him suck your wiener. <laughs> Listener, beware! It's Slinkmas. <laughs>
2: Merry Slinkmas, y'all. Merry
1: Slinkmas, y'all. Uh, I love you guys all, and I'll talk to you soon.
2: We'll see you soon, y'all. Bye, guys. Happy holidays. Goodbye. <laughs> see you, guys. Bye.
0: And before we go here, we would like to just say thank you to the following Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support GooseBuds on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash GooseBuds. Thank you to Asim Zamaz. Steven Jive Turkey Kuwabara.
1: Meow Alone <laughs> 2 Lost <laughs> in New York.
0: Kale Clinton. SBS or Sibs.
1: Christina Doling. And
0: Tara Jansen. Macho Muffin, Randy Savage.
1: First name, last name.
0: Caleb Dautry, Daud, Daud, <laughs> Daud. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Kenneth Tyler Burns, Luke Canoodles. Not your daddy, Santa. <laughs> Jonas Blatterman.
1: Chris Mezu,
0: Cooper Tenant Jason Whitney.
1: Roberto Rodriguez.
0: Shifty Swamps. Mudbark.
2: <laughs>
1: Third, Sergio.
0: Patrick. Aaron, I'ma keep changing this each time. Cole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Andrew Jason Santos.
0: Jake, the ghost of Christmas, past, young. <laughs> I added
2: that in there. Very nice. Nice addition. Heath Robinson.
1: Jason... The Ghost of Christmas Present, Crooker. Ooh. S. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Patrick Reynolds.
1: Scott Colopy.
0: Trent Davis. Jacob Racour Your best pal. All I want for Christmas is Dom. I love Aww, that that, worked out. that worked out perfectly.
1: That's sweet. And you got it.
2: <laughs> you got it. The
1: Christmas
0: miracle. <laughs> Tyler Lucas.
1: Kyle Billings.
0: Robert, the Ghost of Christmas Moon. He's just the Ghost. Of the Ghost of Christmas. In okay, yeah, the holiday. Sure. Ryan Shell.
1: Poop Dick Tracy.
2: Stealth Bates. Ryan Melfi.
1: Logan Troyano.
0: Yetisburg. Nice. Michael Knight. Pen Mask. Pen Mask sounds like an evil villain. Yeah. Uh,
1: he's a he's dead. a villain like in a literary based superhero story for sure. Yes.
0: He does, yes. One hundred percent. Jank. Jack crazy. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> Connor Church.
1: Zachary, the ghost of Christmas near future Lawson. Zentacles.
2: Glendale Martin.
1: Ronald King.
0: Drew Applegate. Silo. Alistair Perez. Brian Wells. Victor. <laughs>
1: Becca, the ghost of Infinite Timelines Christmas <laughs> McWilliams.
0: Boner Jams 2017, <laughs> The Slinkening.
2: Zambambino, aka The
0: Ghost. <laughs> the just just the Ghost. Of Spencer Egert. Sven, the ghost of Christmas. Tears <laughs> Stormbeard <laughs>
2: Patrick Murphy
0: Ben Bohan Chase Nyman
2: Psycho Master 1
0: Oh, he's a master, but he's psycho But a
2: little psycho
0: <laughs> Carly Sarnowski Vincent Modica
2: Aaron, I am the king of all ghosts All <laughs> time oh! Shut up about any other ghosts T shrunk
0: <laughs> Times infinity. Times infinity. He's strong. Chris Culver. Steven the ghost kisser. Daniels. John Jimco, <laughs>
1: Brandon the tholy Spirit Ghost. Rowdenbush.
0: <laughs> Brian Hobgood Hobgood. <laughs> Jennifer, Crown of Thorns, Britain.
1: <laughs> Eric, England. Afshin, the spear of destiny that killed Christ, M.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bean, this the ghost of the spear that killed Christ. <laughs> Daddy Spook Boy.
1: <laughs> he already had Spook Boy in his name, we gave him a ghost title.
2: We hooked him up. Yeah. Danky, the ghost of awesome stankies, mixed stanky. <laughs>
1: Low bellies Tears, who's not the ghost of anything, and he knows what he did.
0: <laughs> Sarah, the ghost of Christmas presents.
1: Oh.
2: Y.T., not a ghost, gonna live forever, chance.
1: <laughs> Philip, the ghost of young adult fiction McKee.
0: <laughs> Zachary J. Bois, Matt Flanagan. Jubs. Grady Wakeman The Rupo Productions
1: Mayor The Ghost of Horses Negatorium
0: <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Lopez Hey Swinefest
1: Hill Raposo
0: Martin A. Macias Daniel Calejas, Madeline Voker, Jim John Grave Jr. Greaves <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Jean-Luc now to Pearl Henderson.
0: Christopher Boyce.
1: Back from the dead.
2: <laughs> Christopher Boyce, back from the dead. Hollis, the king of all birds, hornbeak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Turtlemancer, the ghosts of all characters from Kung Fu Panda. <laughs>
0: Uh, Walter Frazier Ford The Ghost of Our Lost President's Theater Reunion <laughs> mm.
1: Sean Ghost of Detroit Lions
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Murphy Paul Grosso
1: Ben Bueller,
0: Michael McDowell
2: Nick Hayes
1: David Ghost of Robots Cron <laughs> Zang Keefe
2: Dagger, the ghost of all the people they've killed, throwing knives.
1: <laughs> it's only weird because the jokes don't make sense unless you know their last name is throwing knives. I, I know have a, these <laughs> don't make sense. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm a Kevin.
0: Joshua P.
1: Robertson. Tim
2: I. Healy. Ed, the
1: ghost of pop punk Burdick. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, David Cole. Aaron Manchester.
1: Beware and warning, a ghost of warning.
0: Mickey C.
2: Dapio, ghost of Goofy's Bread Dapio. <laughs> holy. Oh, man, I forgot about Goofy's Bread. Goofy's Bread, dude, I gotta go get some. Great, <laughs> right, get that rind, baby.
1: Jared Mason.
0: Kevin Boucher. Taylor Dierks.
1: Matt, the ghost of Resident Evil Sadler. Sadler,
0: Lord Sadler, <laughs> Nick Hinkle, Brian Furniton
1: Fred, the ghost of Bread Atkins.
0: Did you call him Bread Atkins?
1: Yeah, because Atkins died. You know, you don't need bread.
0: Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah it also bad. rhymes with he Fred. So, so it kind of works on bre- multiple levels. It's great. Fred, it's so great. Fred, the ghost of Doctor Atkins, who died while ice skating. Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Dolzal.
2: Clayton C.
1: Mike Lanteri. Tyler Tharp. Buddy Moral. Chris Birch. Joe. Scott. <laughs>
2: he asked that. That was a request. That he was asked specifically that. Outside.
1: Thank you guys all so very much.
2: Thank you guys. Thanks guys.